0: Mike Galaxy with Burst Chorus Noise. On this installment, we take a spin with Geffen's best-selling album of all time, Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction was produced by Mike Clink, who has worked with Motley Crue. Megadeth, Metallica, and more, and was recorded between January and June of 1987 at various Los Angeles-area studios, but primarily at Rumbo Studios and The Record Plant, which has produced hugely successful albums like Blondie's Parallel Lines, Metallica's Load and Reload, The Eagles' Hotel California, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors, Eminem's Marshall Mathers, and many more. Although the album was released in July of 1987 and even debuted in the Top 200 on Billboard, it wasn't till early 1988 that the album would gain heavy radio support for their singles Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, and Sweet Child of Mine, all of which would dominate the charts. The album eventually soared to number one in the U.S. and went on to sell over 30 million copies. Appetite for Destruction was mixed by Steve Thompson, who immediately went to work on Metallica's "And Justice for All. I recently caught up with Steve.
1: Well, first of all, I was producing Tesla's first album, Mechanical Resonance, I think the first project I did for Geffen Records, and um, Tom Zutat was the A&R guy. So while I was doing the record, he started sending me the Guns N' Roses demos, because he wanted us to produce it, Michael Barbiero and myself. And I got the demos through the process, I was doing like four projects at once. Absolutely loved it. When I heard Welcome to the Jungle of Blooming Way, so I said, I got to do this band. And the problem was they wanted to do it right away. We were so physically burnt from the projects we did. Obviously, we wanted to do it, but, you know, when we do a project, we have to be 1,000% there. So he said, why don't you find somebody to produce it? We'll mix it for you. So that's when Tom got my clink. And that's basically how the project started. So we wound up mixing it in New York. And Izzy, Axel, and Slash are at the mix sessions. We did some additional recording. I believe we released that single about two or three times. Welcome to the Jungle with no success until I think it was Tom Zutat and Geffen Records put a gun to the head of MTV and says, give this video a shot. So MTV uh, finally gave in. And I think they played it like in the wee hours of the morning, two to four in the morning and they got so much response at that hour they finally put it in rotation. Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we, know we wound up releasing Sweet Child of Mine which the song totally blew up the band, just blew it up. I mean, it was insane. So I think we went back to Welcome to the Jungle at the Sweet Child of Mine cuz to me that song to this day is still an anthem. Whoa, oh, oh. remember when we were doing rocket queen we were mixing it axel wanted uh, real sex sounds in the middle of rocket queen so we mic'd them up in the studio and axel and this woman they decided to have sex and we mic'd it up I, I, know, clean, oh, yeah. money, oh, I think the first song we mixed was it's so easy i have a tendency once i get something i like i play it loud and i remember slash coming in on you know, when I said, okay, take a listen to the mix. And I had everything on 11. And I remember specifically when the heavy guitars first came in, I made them over loud. And the funny part was I don't know if you ever saw the Memrix commercial, you see a guy and the music and the winds blowing on his face. And that was Slash. So I ended up blowing uh, three sets of speakers, mixing that song. And I felt it was right after that.
0: It's a piece that he-
1: to me, baby. My feeling was, I felt that's what rock and roll needed to be in that time and place, and I wrote, felt very strongly about that. And if it didn't, I was really going to be pissed off because that was perfect rock and roll. Did I know it was going to be probably the number one selling rock and roll album of all time? No, but I knew that there's no reason why this album can't be huge. I mean, they had everything. They had danger. They had the looks, they had the songs, they had a great company behind it. And uh, it just, everything fell into place. And to this day, we're still selling a gazillion records a year.
0: And that concludes this installment of Verse Chorus Noise. I want to thank Steve Thompson, and I want to thank all of my listeners and supporters. We'll see you next time.
1: Sounds great, Mike. Have a great day.